Welcome to Divine Through Line. I'm Ma Ananda Srimati, sometimes known as Julie Pyatt and sometimes known as just Srimati. And I'm here to share with you musings and perspectives on what it really truly means to live a life divine. Thank you so much for joining me. Happy New Year, everyone. This is the first podcast of 2018. I think this is podcast 104. And uh, I am so happy to be sitting down to communicate and uh, kind of set the space for the year, for Divine Throughline, for things I'm going to be exploring and expressing and sharing with those of you who feel in alignment, who feel a resonance, and who are ready and available for the kind of information that I care deeply about. I've had a very intense holiday season. Um, it's always a very uh, deep and intense part of the year for me. I've uh, shared before that I love the idea of gifts and celebration. I just wish that it was in May. Um, however, uh, I survived. <laughs> um, uh, not that well, actually. I am. Um, I woke up on... New Year's Day with a migraine episode uh, that was for the ages, never to be uh, experienced before. And as some of you know, I suffer from this condition. I call it a migraine because I don't, uh, I'm just trying to um, emphasize that it's very intense, uh, but it doesn't have the, um, you know, uh, characteristics of a migraine. I don't see spots or lose my sight. It's Usually my entire spine is inflamed. Um, I feel it's related to kundalini and energy, the way my body processes energy. I had spent New Year's Eve with my dear friend, Guru Singh, and we had sung in the new year. It was a beautiful experience. I love him so dearly. And um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Just activated me uh, in a way that my body could not handle. And I spent two days in agony. Um, and uh, my daughter, Mathis, helped me at one point. I was almost ready to go to the hospital. Um, but she stood space for me and um, did the pain chasing technique that I've shared on an earlier podcast. And then um, I had her film me because I am uh, working on just really integrating with the pain and getting inside of it. Uh, I feel like I tried to ignore it or sort of observe it and not identify with it for many years, and it's still vid visiting me. So I think there's obviously more to discover. My body's talking to me. And um, luckily, after I cried... Um, I was able to shift the experience and actually sleep. And I had a pretty good day yesterday, a little wobbly, but um, anyway, really grateful to be back sharing with you. I have recorded and filmed and photographed that experience, um, and I'm going to do something with it, but I 
I didn't want to put it out um, without um, sort of editing it and putting it together, curating it so that it's uh, the most powerful that it can be. And um, also, I always make the joke with my friends as I'm talking about social media and, you know, the you know, how much we really want to share. And I hope that I don't portray to you guys that life is all rosy all the time. I think I'm honest about that. Um, however, we also want to be diligent or careful, caring, nurturing with our fragile places. So I think we have to be discerning, um, especially in social media. We have to understand that you know, the artificial intelligence and what is going on on a massive scale universally. Um, and also in mysticism, you know, when you're cultivating a, an exploration, a journey, a learning, an experience, um, sometimes part of that experience is keeping it close. You know, you wouldn't want to throw a newborn baby out into a mall, you know, with no clothes on or even out into the ocean, so uh, we want to understand that even though the trend is in social media to, you know, talk about your pains and traumas, and that certainly was, you know, I think the authentic medium that has connected Rich and I to so many of you in a very authentic way, and I think it's been very powerful. But we also don't want to just share everything all the time. You know, we have to be discerning about those frequencies. So anyway, take what serves you from that offering. And uh, I will be sharing my pain as an art exhibit expression um, in some form as I journey through it. Very, very grateful to be pain-free today on uh, January 4th and to be speaking to you guys. And in this theme, I wanted to just share a couple things that have been relevant for me in my life. Um, I think this is something that many women um, uh, and people that are feminine identified, uh, I think, have space to grow in. I think as women, as mothers, as caretakers, we tend to give exhaustive, exhaustively from ourselves in areas that we don't even realize that we're compromising our boundaries, that we're putting ourselves in a compromised situation. And I had this experience where um, I'm, I'm getting the opportunity to play with boundaries. And so I had uh, some dear friends come over over the holidays and uh, the man asked me in the sweetest voice, the sweetest individual, so kind, if it would be okay if he drank in my house, alcohol. You guys know that my husband is a recovering alcoholic. I'm also spiritually inclined, and it's just not something we do. Um, one of our friends, Paul and Chris, and actually some of our friends who recently moved to L.A., and they were at our house on Thanksgiving, we had this amazing group of people, all these creative, amazing individuals, and we were eating plant-based food, and we had amazing kombuchas and mocktails and it was like a high vibe you know it's high vibe celebration and I got a message from her the next day and she just said she was so blown away that nobody at the party was drinking and that all this interesting stuff was happening but it was a you know a substance-free event um, 
And, you know, these, this is something to think about in your own life. I mean, I live this way and I forget how bizarre I am. You know, like it's like when he asked me if he could drink in my house, I was totally taken off guard. And my son Trapper was standing there who is, you know, drinking wine socially. He's 20, you know, that's what they're doing. And Rich was standing there and I allowed him that I compromised and it didn't feel right in my body. And it actually didn't feel right in his body either. Like as the dinner progressed and he was interacting with me, I could feel that he could sense that he had, he had asked to compromise something that was very important to me. And so I had this idea for a song and I was reflecting, did I compromise or was I compromised? Hmm. It's a very interesting thing to reflect on. And yet the reason that I didn't say no is that I have still not perfected within myself the mastery of saying no in love. Uh, in the reflection, you know, in hindsight, I could have said to him, my dear friend, I love you and appreciate you so much. And thank you for asking and I have to answer, no, You're, you cannot, um, and I love you and thank you. Like, it could have just been that, but I didn't feel that. I felt a hardness. I felt a, like, a, like a, you know, like a, oh my gosh, my boundaries being compromised. And so when that happens, my reaction, I'll call it my Latin blood that maybe saved me from sexual abuse, it can fire, you know, I can be intense. You guys can hear that in my voice. So, and you know, someone could say, well, maybe that's appropriate. Well, you know, I don't know. Our kids were playing a game. Um, I certainly didn't want to be intense to him. And I certainly didn't want him to drink in my home. <laughs> so, and so this was really great information um, because it allowed me to reflect on how I compromised myself and how that felt in my body. Um, this is something that I'm really working on. Um, I think there's a key within my um, migraine, my head element, where it's a maybe it's a buildup, um, and I'm really reflecting in my body and energy field where I compromise myself. And this is a vast, um, you know, ocean of ecosystem to dive into because many of us do it socially. You know, we do it for society. We do it because our parents want something. Um, we do it in our relationships. Um, and there's always a dynamic in a relationship, a setup that works. And so I'm being called to reflect on all the areas that I compromise myself, even a little. Um, and so where does the compromising really work for the greater whole? And where am I uh, causing harm to myself? Where if I was able to hold that boundary, in fact, I would be facilitated to share so much more, expand so much more, love so much more than when I'm being compromised. So, or choosing to compromise. Um, 
so this is a big one for me. Um, it's been wrapped up in this quality of my human personality, which, which is loyalty on a positive reflection. It's loyalty on a negative reflection. It's martyrdom. So this was tricky for me because if I ever heard the word martyr, I would just be like, that's totally not me. Like that is not me. You know, I'm, uh, I do speak up. I am living my life to a great degree. Um, I do say what I want, um, but there's always layers. And um, I do have this past, very powerful past life, which I'm not, I'm not trying to focus on it. I'm trying to clear it. It's not like I want this drama in my life, but I had a very powerful past life where I was in fact martyred. Um, and this energy is in my head. My head was cut open while I was alive. This has been verified by 25 different experiences, um, masters who have verified this, at least it happened in some space and time, could have been a projection, could have been a hologram, but my body is, is responding to it. And, and during the, the 48 hours of agony that I was in, I can feel the incision, the exact place of the cut. And I was watching, do you guys watch Gaia, Gaia TV, Gaia.com, G-A-I, a.com. They have spiritual um, movies and uh, TV series and talks by different people. And so in an effort to distract myself, I watched some of those films um, during the 48 hours. And it was interesting because I watched one on shamanism and they were talking about how the luminous body, this memory exists in the luminous body. And this is very much the healing work that I facilitate for others. You know, I call it etheric surgery. It's, it's a form of shamanism. It's a, it's, we're going into the record and removing things in the record. And it was interesting to just, for, for that lineage to verify that yes, these pains and traumas remain in our energy field for you know, in my case, thousands of years, you know, or many, many lifetimes, who knows, like all of us. So there's a whole nother world out there to explore. And, and my guess is, is that I'm, I'm meant to master this, which is why this pain has not left me. And being a human being, you know, is, can be extremely painful, extremely challenging. And, um, so my, uh, commitment to myself, my body, and thus to you, all of you who are finding a resonance with me and who are interested in what I have to share is cultivating this deep self-love. And it began in Malta, uh, where I taught this retreat, which was truly extraordinary. It was one of the deepest experiences that I've ever had, certainly as a teacher, and all those beautiful people that flew and came out to see me and the people who live on Malta who came you guys all birthed me into a new level of teacher because we really went deep and it was profound. And I left there knowing that everyone was changed in a beautiful way. So continuing this retreat, I'm going to Miami, uh, February 12th to the 15th. It's a three and a half day program. And actually it was the same time in Malta and it felt like 10 days. We do so much um, starting very early and, uh, we continue through and by 5 PM, you know, you're ready for a rest. So 
Some of the things that we're going to be doing there is, of course, daily yoga. It's my Jai yoga practice that I've been cultivating for many years. And it's a very deep um, practice of awareness. It will be cultivating your awareness into consciousness. So it's not just a physical practice. My Jai yoga um, is suitable and wonderful for any level of yogi, even beginners. And I've taught this series on Olive Rich and my Plant Power Way retreats, and it's been just divine, magnificent. Everybody has thrived from it. So no matter what level of yogi you are, it is, um, it is going to be an amazing practice for you. I will also be pouring tea ceremony daily. This is a ritual practice that I learned from Master Wuda, something I do daily in my life, and it is a an opportunity for us to commune together and to really connect and open up, make space for the transformation, make space for this beloved relationship with yourself to come forth. We will also do um, yoga nidra, which is a guided lucid sleep practice. It's an ancient yogic practice, powerful beyond measure, very amazing. I've done this also on Plant Power Way retreats. And this will be opening up the communication between the body, actually, actually meeting the body organs, the body resonance and the um, information as a living entity, understanding that we can ask our organs, our body parts, uh, to interact with us. We can love them. Uh, we can adore them. We can be devoted to our body rather than the normal self-talk, which is um, that it's not the right one, not the right color, not the right size, wish I was with someone different. <laughs> so we can see very clearly how that is not going to result in a good experience. Um, if you had a friend you spoke to that way, you wouldn't have a friend very long. So... Um, we will also be doing uh, some variation of more extended practices. It might be holotropic breathing, which is rebirthing. Very powerful practice that was a huge experience for everyone in Malta. We will also be doing open-eye meditations actually in the mirror and also on each other to actually access this multidimensional field that is with us all the time. Our human eyes are not really seeing the reality. We see one facet of this reality. Um, in addition to all of that, we are going to um, experience ritual with scents and flowers and feelings. I'm going to enter into sharing for the first time a sacred orgasm, sacred sex, and what that is. And don't be like freaked out by that because I know if I've seen like, you know, come and do a sex workshop, I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. We're not going to do anything, um, you know, that involves, you know, <laughs> any kind of group sex activity. This is going to be like, it's a meditation to open your awareness into communing with the divine. And then I will give you the tools. And then after you leave the workshop, you will be free to explore those on your own. Um, so just, just a little FYI there. Um, and let's see. And as if all of that wasn't enough amazing, I am doing a Valentine's Day plant-based 
cheese-infused, multidimensional meal that is going to activate you into the cosmos. Um, We uh, may be opening this dinner up to the community, and then on the last day, we're going to do... It'll be at night. It's By the way, let me just take a minute and talk about sacred space. Sacred space is like my house, but like you know, a hotel, but it's not a hotel. It's like a restaurant. It has, um, plant Miami, I think is the new name of it. It was Matthew Kenny's restaurant there. They have the most amazing gardens and, you know, the dinner will be extraordinary. It's so high vibe and the spaces we'll be working in and practicing yoga and they're gorgeous. So this is a very beautiful event space. It's, I'm extremely honored and extremely happy to be invited to, um, teach there. I really uh, believe in Miami. I feel a strong resonance with Miami. There's a lot of love uh, in the undercurrent of the city. If you can get beyond the disco and the driving techno that's everywhere, there's this immense love. And Miami is really um, rising in wellness, and it's it's an important acupuncture point on planet Earth. So this retreat is really next level. Um, it will be an amazing, extraordinary experience. We will be suggesting places to stay, um, and you can uh, check the the website or the link or Conscious City Guide Beloved Retreat, uh, and we'll have those there. But the accommodations are not included in the pricing. Um, so I think that's kind of everything for the retreat. And there may be more because as I go through and I feel, I get um, communication like in the moment and then, you know, something else might be on tap for that. A couple of the things that I'm waiting to confirm, and it depends on how many signups that I get, is I also um, am hoping to include two other individuals uh, that are going to be sharing music with me and also um, this new next level beauty facial treatment. So um, it'll be a self thing, uh, but if it all forms up, which is it's going to be interesting because usually when you announce these retreats, you give yourself, you know, four months, I say minimum, to like firm it up. <laughs> But of course, as I'm rolling sort of closer to the moment, this needs to come into actualization in, you know, six weeks. So it's really maybe less than six weeks. So I did get a lot of response from the initial offering. And, you know, we'll see how it is. But I'm committed to Miami. I'm committed to this space. And it's something that's going to be really amazing. So um, we will see how it shakes out. And I will give you everything that I have Uh, during those days to activate you into your next level. It's like a self-initiation. So as you guys know, those of you who have done personal sessions with me or have been listening to me for a while, you know that everything that I share is to activate you into your own experience. You know, if there is a caveat or a little sticky space for me even sharing is that you might think my life was your life, and it's not. Your life is your life. And so hopefully I can give you some little windows, little techniques, tools that will transform you and allow you to fully fall in love with yourself, 
to love you as much as God loves you, as much as consciousness loves you, the force, creation. Um, you are divine. You are an emanation of this consciousness, and you are alive on planet Earth at this moment. We so need you to be more of who you are. And uh, this is the spirit, the love, the intention, and the reason that I am going to Miami to teach over these days. Now I understand that this is not achievable or relevant for everyone listening to the podcast. And um, I am working on an online uh, format where I can be on retreat with you guys one day a month. And this would be a subscription that you could subscribe to and spend the day with me. Um, it would be as if you came to a one-day retreat with Srimati. So, and of course, this will be accessible to everyone, available to everyone. So please know that I hear you, and I feel you, and I understand that um, there is a need for uh, another format for this retreat, and I'm working on it. In addition, Rich and I are working on a family-based camp that will happen this summer that would be more in a price range for families. Um, his, uh, my retreats with Rich are very um, high-end, and they're uh, triple, double and triple the price that Miami is. Um, they're extraordinary, and we've formed an amazing alliance of individuals that are changing the world now. So there's a place for all levels, um, and please understand that uh, we will continue to work to give you as much as we can through all of the mediums that I'm working in. I have a book coming out in April this year. Um, that's kind of a pre-announcement, a pre-pre-announcement of Plant Power Italia, but many, many things that we want to share. So what I want to uh, leave you with for this New Year's greeting is the invitation for you to um, start to consider yourself as a divine being. Start to hold yourself in the nourishment and nurturing that you would your most beloved child. And spend some time every day in moments of reflection. Start to document where are your boundaries compromised? What are you doing that you really shouldn't be doing? Where are you leaking energy? What are the things you can do to start to cultivate this self-love? And if we don't love ourselves, no one else will. And so all of these issues that I'm having in my life that are compromises are because I compromised it. I set the rules this way. And Ayurveda is going to be a big part of my life this year. I'm going to be sharing a lot. And it's actually the foundation and sort of the, the core of my next book that I'm uh, working on right now, a proposal. And in Ayurveda... It is uh, a foundational part of this practice. And I, I healed myself of this huge golf ball-sized cyst in my neck using Ayurveda and a plant-based diet. But it's this cultivation of 
right thinking around the body. The body is divine and the body can heal itself of anything. The body can experience multidimensional consciousness when supported with the right nutrients, the right thoughts, the right action, the right way of being. And so no one is going to be coming to your aid when you're sick. They can't solve it for you. I'm so alone in my pain. There is no one from the outside that can make it better. So, and that's not to say, of course, we can rely on friends and people that love us and take care of us, but ultimately, and especially if you're somebody who suffers from chronic pain, it's very clear, very, you know, very early on that, you know, everyone's helpless. Nobody knows what to do. Nobody can figure out how um, to solve your pain, just like no one can solve your life. So it's up to us to take ourselves in our arms, to wrap ourselves in the most nourishing, loving energy, and to make that commitment, make that deep commitment to receive yourself as your own true beloved. This is my wish for myself in 2018, and this is my wish and my prayer for all of us that we all may be surrounded in grace and held in the arms of consciousness as our most beloved and our most cherished, devoted, and just cared for relationship. So remembering that this year there's going to be a lot of chaos. It's not going to get quieter. This is a year for you to come into your mastery, to, for you to really find out who you are. And we must find our neutrality and our calmness within the meditation, within our own heart. This is an energy we must cultivate more of. Everything in your life that you love will someday fall away, except your consciousness. So let us make 2018 the year which we all make this commitment, set this intention, and follow through on it. We won't be perfect. We'll make a lot of mistakes. We'll bump into walls. We'll scrape our knees. But let us be devoted to our own heart. I want to thank all of you so much for tuning in, for being a part of my exploration of my own life, for allowing me the reflection, for all of your letters, all of your contribution, for all of your messages, for all the times that you guys cheer for me when I'm feeling down or I'm feeling discouraged or wondering if anyone cares or if this is even relevant, what I'm talking about. I have those moments just like you do. I'm a human being. I suffer. I cry. I laugh. I celebrate. I expand. I do all those things. So I don't take this opportunity for granted. 
um, and I don't take my life for granted, and I don't take your life for granted. So let us join together and let us fully, fully receive ourselves in the most expansive beauty that we can imagine. And let's hold that vision until we can vibrate right into it and embody our true divine consciousness. We are truly multidimensional beings having a human experience. And if that's hard for you to imagine, you can just believe that I believe or know that I know and keep an open mind and open heart and remember to be kind to yourself, nurturing to yourself, loving to yourself. And in that vibration, you can be loving to others, compassionate to life, and you can change the world. Many blessings and love to you all. Namaste.
凡。